Memphis on time tonight, Jeff. We're Memphis early. I mean, Memphis early is two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah. Late. Oh yeah. It's... Memphis on time is fifteen minutes late. So we're 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 totally good. We're Memphis early right now. Uh, Are you wearing a MLB hat? Just just saying that you're like I'm a fan of baseball. No, it's MLB Network. Oh, but, yeah. MLB but sim- Network. similar similar so, effect. <laughs> I just like it's... to watch a good game, some good fundamentals. I do. Some advancing when... of the runners. When my teams don't make the playoffs, then I like to root for. And you, you have baseball. front, you have front runner teams, if I recall, right? What Cubs and Yankees or something? Don't no, you I hate the Yankees. Oh. No Cubs. I mean, they're not front runners. I mean, I started rooting for them in the mid '80s. Sure. And afternoon uh, baseball. And I like the uh, I like the Reds, okay, because they're my local team, and they're pretty awful too. So yeah. no, no front running here. Jeff. How do you feel about not the like Rays? you with your seventeen college teams that you choose that you <laughs> root for? Whoever is is doing well, that's your squad. Hey, Memphis is going to be good this year, Harvey. I'm going to be right. sufferable most of yep. the year. Can't wait. Uh, um, how do you feel about the Rays? Um, like man, you, it's kind of hard, right? Like I like rooting for like, them because, because they put. They're great to watch. Like tonight, yeah. there's so much fun. A Rosarena yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Nelson Cruz hit the catwalk on a home run. Their pitching's amazing, but it's like I I can't cheer for them because they're just like this team that nobody really cares. Well, I about. guess apparently they have proposed to play half their games in Montreal last year, next year, which sounds oh. awesome. So I'm even I'm in on that. Yeah. So give me 40 games in uh, of Les Devil Rays next year. <laughs> <laughs> um okay jeff this is yeah. a this is a widespread panic podcast it is uh, Sorry. it is so let's stay focused here we have people that want to talk about widespread panic things hopefully mm-hmm. they'll be watching comment on our facebook feed Please. if you want to be a part of the part of the show um there's a lot going on we've got uh we we well you guys were at at mempho last we weekend were. Yeah. Um, we want to hear all about that. Uh, sure. The band is going to be in Austin this weekend at the mm-hmm. Moody Theater. And then um, uh, and then they go to uh, Milwaukee, uh, which um, and what is that? That That's a what was the what was the line from uh, Alice Cooper's line? It's, it's from, Algonquin uh, for the good land. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, and then three nights in New Orleans. Have you decided um, what you're doing yet? Yeah, I, I'm not going. And it was heartbreaking. I, I put in my request to get a refund. Did it yesterday and got rejected. And I was like, Ticketmaster! And, uh, and so then I emailed the arena and was like, hey, you guys sent me an email that said that we could get a refund. Mm-hmm. And then tried again today and it went through. So oh, good. And got an email back from the arena said, hey, everything should be working now, which I thought was cool. So did they refund the entire amount, even the service they're, charges? They're supposed to. I mean, it, I think within 30 days, I think they, yeah, I, I wouldn't think, I mean, they should refund the service charges, you would think. Well, but, well they're, who knows? They're, it's they're a terrible company. There. So. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Keep up to date. So if you, if, you know, if anybody's out there wanting 
that's that's the status of those. I feel terrible. I re- I'm sure they're going to be fantastic shows, especially mm-hmm. if they're not going to be, you know, sold out. I'm sure the band will lay it out. But um, yeah, just too much COVID stuff happening for indoor shows for us right yeah. now. But um, <clears throat> well, we're going to go. We're, I mean, we're planning on going to two indoor shows in the next week. So we're supposed to see Jason Isbell tomorrow night at Graceland. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, you teased that last time. You yeah, saw he yeah. played with uh, he played with the truckers uh, did, a couple yeah. times last week. It's nice when they bro out together, you know. Yeah, they, just like old times. And um, I think we're gonna go see Drive by Truckers on Tuesday night at the Barrymore in Madison. So, yes. which is now a Ticketmaster venue, which I will say I'm super disappointed by. Mm. And also because they have ticketing levels now it's 55 bucks to sit up front it's 22 bucks to sit in the balcony before everything was just ga and the room yeah. is like maybe half full like they, yeah. there's so many so many open tickets right now which is too bad so uh so phyllis gregory says can we add billy to the discussion and i'm guessing she's she's discussing mr strings i hope so hey phyllis how hey, are you that, uh, phyllis is the sister of friend of the pod jay by the oh, way oh nice Phyllis so, goes to like a bajillion shows. She's amazing. Cool. This was your first time seeing uh, Billy Strings, right? It was. You it was used good. to you you have you have you have mocked me over the years uh, about Billy Strings. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've followed Billy Strings on this podcast from even before he was uh, before. a guest of Widespread Panic. And way back he just, in the day. didn't he just win some like super big IBMA award too? He did, yeah. Uh, as well as a Grammy, right? This and he has a new record coming out tomorrow, right? It, I, no, I think it's out. It's it, it came out last. Oh, week, it's, it's on vinyl tomorrow, maybe. Okay, yeah, no, it's on the digitals. Okay. It's been on the digitals for a while. Um, um, so yeah, so we'll get into that. Also, do well just to follow up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jeff. I do. I, no, I, okay. I feel like I interrupt you way too. No, much you're just you're trying to lay out what we're going to talk about. I should just let you lay it out, and then you'll throw to me with my with my hot takes on Memphis. Flaming hot. Um, I do want Alex Cook says that he can't sell or give his tickets away on Ticket Bastard. And that may be so on the New Orleans tickets, that was the case with my tickets because I got paper tickets. And I think I don't know if like there you can't do that on paper tickets at all. But if you do want to get a refund, I think you can go through that process uh, and get a refund specifically about the New Orleans tickets. But I encourage anybody who can or wants to go to go. Um, uh, you know, don't let me be a bad influence on that. I, I'm very, very sad that we can't go, but um, things are just, you know, mom wants to come visit that week and it's just, yeah, it's just not working. So um, anyway, so yeah, so Mempo and plus just as a tease, just because it's what we do, we're going to have Jen on mm-hmm. your better half. Yes. Her, her first panic show. First, maybe Saturday only, night, but first, yeah. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Let's see so how we're gonna bring her on in a little bit to talk about uh, talk about Saturday night. Yes, uh, and maybe and she and she went Sunday too, right? Yes. I didn't see any pictures of Avid Brother cosplayers. Are you saying no, that? No, not any. There? Um, they're harder to. I mean, hmm. Scott's hard to cosplay these days. He's very like buff right now okay it's very whereas like sleeveless tops he spent things. covid working out Seriously. unlike the rest of us yeah, good not, for him. Not, not a scrawny little guy anymore and seth looks essentially the same um with the part in the middle and then kind of pulled back yeah. but yeah it's a they in, 
it was very strange. Seth was wearing a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, which I thought was kind of funny. It was hmm. an interesting choice. Okay. Um, well, let's not no, get ahead of ourselves. No cosplayers. No, but no cosplayers. Okay. No cosplayers. But I do want to hear from Jen just about the weekend in general. And, sure. uh, and then also, if you've been following us on Twitter, 1988 Tops. I got, I got my pack right here, Jeff. We're going to do it at the end of the show. We'll see what we get. This is going to... This could very easily turn into an unboxing podcast. Like 1988 Tops that. Baseball. Oh, uh, shout out to the 1988 Tops podcast, which is without a doubt my favorite podcast, oh, other okay. than ours. Uh, favorite non Osiris podcast. I'll say that. Um, Osiris. These guys do a great job. Uh, and so, anyway, uh, I was I'm do you glad to be a part to, of that. Do you listen to Under, the Undermine podcast on the Osiris Podcast Network? I haven't listened to it, but I've heard great things. There's a, an episode that I really want to check out about, it's called Doors, but it's about sort of like the... Um, the crew? Obstacle? No, it's okay. more about... No, like they, the, did one, they did one about the crew and like... You know. Yeah, but it's about sort of the crowd and kind of how accepting or not accepting it is of, you know, disabled and you know, oh. other races and LGBT community and so on. It was really, it's, it looks really good. And I applaud them for taking that yeah. on. Um, as with anything, you know, there's, there's certainly more nuance to a crowd than what we see kind of in a glance for and, sure. and everybody's represented ideally. Nice. And, uh, yeah. but it's, it's kind of an interesting way that to, to look at it and see, and see what's, uh, what's happening. Are you drinking? What is is that a hazy IPA out of a stemmed glass? It is, yes. That is a, it's my, my treehouse glass. Oh, okay. It is a hazy IPA. So, um, okay, Jeff, let's let's get down to business, shall we? Yep, Friday night. Um, so it rain. It was a rainy Friday and Sat Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, so the venue is the Memphis Botanic Gardens, the Radiance Amphitheater, which is behind the Botanic Gardens. They do a, a summer long concert series. Um, typically, where the VIP area was for this event, and like sort of the upfront area is where the ta- they have tables that companies buy and individuals buy for concerts and things. So it's very furfy. And people have wine and champagne and dinner and stuff. The Stacks then, Museum of Soul Music doesn't doesn't buy one of those. No. Um, and then other folks sit in blankets and stand in the back and and so on and so forth. They're nice events. Like there's, yeah. it's very it's a very cool area. Lots of trees and so on. So if it would have been dry, it would have been perfect. Friday night was actually pretty good. It rained in the morning. It didn't rain that hard. Um, they put down these big. Shouts to Jen's cousin, Todd, who works at Radiance Amphitheater. Um, his crew like put up all these white plastic panels to protect the on grass the, to protect the grass. The nice. Yeah. And so that was really key because it got really sloppy um, Saturday, which we'll talk about. But Friday night wasn't bad. Uh, really nice night. Uh, walked up from, from our house. It was about a mile and really got in the door right when Billy String started. Um, good crowd um you know nice like it was very again you talked to cousin todd and others like oh yeah we're, we're doing this last minute it's like it didn't seem like anything was really last minute like it was mm-hmm. very intentional how things were done it was helpful to get your covid stuff squared away in the afternoon yeah, yeah. and get trade in your tickets for your wristband so you could just walk in and then security was pretty light. So that was good for folks mm-hmm. and head on in. So I went by myself Friday night and Billy strings was on stage and it was good. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, he, he plays a good guitar. Guy he plays a good guitar, guitar, and he's got a good voice. Yeah. Uh, I just give you a hard time about it, Harvey. No, no, I know. It's fine. I don't um, have any. I, I, I have much confidence in my taste in music, so I don't have any problems <laughs> with what you said. Um, but it was really good, and it was clear that, I mean, it just you could just kind of tell. You knew it was coming. You knew he was Yeah, you knew the voice. sit-in was coming, and they mm-hmm. when they struck his, when he was done, and then Lucinda Williams took over on the side stage, um, they there was an extra set of gear up there, so it was pretty clear that what was going to happen. So that was something mm-hmm. to look forward to. Um, Lucinda played on the side stage and it, like the setup was really great because the stages were sort of like perpendicular, mm-hmm. perpendicular. So then the sound was good enough that had you been able to like set up camp somewhere and not have to deal with mud or anything else like that. Um, you could just stay in one spot and beer was central food was central um, and just sit there and listen to everything if you didn't care what you wanted to see. If you, And so Lucinda started and like her band was awesome. I did not know many things. I did not know that Lucinda Williams is 68 years old. I did not know that she had a stroke in November because she was sitting and she sounded, you know, her voice sounded okay, but not like mm. kind of slow. And then her, she was a little confused. She kept thinking Jason Isbell. <laughs> which I felt kind of bad for because she yeah. kept thinking of it. She was supposed to play with Jason Isbell on Saturday night at, at Shoals Fest. Mm. Um, but her band was great. She played all the songs that the people wanted to hear. And um, I thought one of the things that Panic really did well both nights was the energy of how they started their show was reflective of the energy of the band that preceded them. Mm. And so both nights, it was literally like, and even Sunday night with when uh, Waxahachie was great, played on the side stage. Their set, oh, the Awood brothers were coming on stage when Waxahachie was still playing. And it was Waxahachie was like, oh, geez. Then <laughs> everybody switched over to Awood brothers. Yeah. Um, so the energy was really good. There was, I mean, the, they said they sold out all the tickets for Friday, but the crowd, there was, there was a lot of room, I thought, Friday night. Cool. I stood. Sit FOB DFC like forty back. Nice. Um, it was perfect. It would have been perfect. No taping, Jeff. No did taping. You, did you? Yeah. I Whose fault was that? Whose fault was that? Somebody. It was somebody's fault. Lucinda's fault. You think? Uh, uh, Lucinda and Nathaniel Rateliff, I would imagine. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but uh, I thought they could have done a better. They probably could have policed it. I've been at other festivals where that's. It been doesn't an issue. seem like yeah. I mean, why don't you just keep the flag, you know, and then they go up when the band comes. And out. so, like, which is too bad because the sound was really good, and where I was standing, which would have been a good spot for Z Man or something else been, to be ready. Should have been doing yeah, the. Did you? you I know. I should have got out my cold, hats. I should have got my. I got out my CSB binaurals and my yeah. custom made croquis that went on the glasses. <laughs> there, the mics stood in on the side. Yes. I should dig those out. Those things are a trip. Um, I bet they sound good. um, Tallboy opener, obviously, was, again, well done band. Good Mm job. Yeah, naked in the mud because it was muddy. Um, And then I was a little off on my prediction. I was kept thinking it felt like a disco kind of night. And Tallboy was great. And it was really interesting to be at the show, be at these shows, listen to 2021 Panic. Listen to JoJo. JB sounded great the entire weekend. He sounded great all year. I mean, just vocally sounded great. Energy. 
he didn't look jb's looking old looking old but sounded great and he was it was engaged jb all weekend his guitar playing was on point he was pretty up in the mix you could hear him pretty well jojo was i wouldn't say jojo was down in the mix but it wasn't as prevalent as what you could really hear it but it was funny to go to those shows hear jojo hear him sing and then if i've said like i said on twitter i've been listening to fall 99 shows and like the jojo synth attack and it was just like, oh, God, I forgot about how bad that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just it was like, OK, this is how it's supposed to be. Just do your thing. Just mm-hmm. just do pick your thing. spots. Pick your Come spots. Right, right. Um, but Tallboy was good. Crowd was into it. Disco obviously gets people going, too. It was outstanding and pretty tight. Um, and then the Henry Parsons and the third slot. So just one that's right. A after nice, that's a nice one, two, three. It's great to get going. And then coming back with Junior, which I know isn't necessarily one of your favorites, but um, fitting for in, Memphis. Fitting, yes, for, fitting Memphis. for Memphis. Came in hot, but nice and abbreviated. And Avis kind of brought, slowed it down a little bit, brought it back up with Roberta. And then it was literally since I was tweeting and uh-huh. doing the doing the set list updates, I literally had the tweet ready to go. Something like Xmas Katie, dot 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 effing again or something like that <laughs> and then i was like oh my god it actually so you actually dirty. did get you got, it actually, you got reverse dirty business wow. uh, which is totally fitting because that's when billy strings uh came mm-hmm. in so billy strings sitting in on christmas katie would not have made a ton of sense billy strings sitting in on dirty business did to me make sense so yeah. um great dirty business jb was in fine form billy strings was he just he fits in so well like i don't want to i mean to me the 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 sit-in the panic sit mount rushmore of panic sit-in all-stars i mean it's it's blackman is is up there say what you want about peanut but peanuts you know been in the mix for a long time dirty dozen is certainly on there i'm just doing dirty dozen sort of as the whole um gib droll obviously is great enough sorry that's uh, i mean yeah, but, uh, that would be a good episode to talk about that because i mean you got you got warren you got warren colonel yes Jerry i mean joseph and it's hard you get, to get to four is going to be tough but billy strings is making a strong case for la- for, for latter day inclusion i he's, mean he he's like the roosevelt on the on the uh <laughs> he is i mean i feel like he could take over the blackman spot Mm-hmm. Which is like, oh yeah, he's just, just sitting wherever. Just what, what song do you, what do you want to play? Want me to play yeah. on? Sure, I'll yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like I know how much you love Tedeschi Trucks band, but like like the Marcus King role for Tedeschi Trucks. Like Marcus King is basically like that with Tedeschi Trucks. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you're in town? Cool. What do you want to sit down on tonight? You want to play right. Liz Reed? Great. Mm-hmm. We'll do Liz Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, he was awesome. Like he's yeah. awesome, and I and I haven't seen. And this is something that folks can talk about or you can talk about too i haven't seen a guest like turn around and face Dwayne and face the band and like give cues like he was doing mm. like he was it wasn't a passive sit-in and again i right. think it's just the general comfort level he has with them and yeah. clearly as i don't somebody said it's like it's clear panic loves playing with him as much as he loves playing with widespread panic and it's mm. not like he's in awe of them He's just yeah. like, I really like these guys and I really yeah. like these, this music. And so they give him the space to do it. And he and Jimmy just lock in. And it's like, what well, again, it's one of those things like when, when Derek sits in with people or people sit in with Derek trucks, it's like 
the best lead players, it's always so fun to watch them when they play rhythm and like what they do, you know, it's like in JB, JB did the wander over to Jimmy a couple of times, but he did the wander over and he was looking at Billy Mm -hmm. and it's like, what can I, what can I do to make this better? And Billy does that really, really well. Um, And so, and then again, then like another time, like they were playing, I think this is towards the end of the, his sit in, um, but like it was one of those things where like schools kind of leaned forward and was like, you want to do, let's do me now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Billy kind of stepped up and they played together. So it was, yeah. it was really cool. It was, it nice. sounded great. It just yeah. sounded great. Um, um, the thing that, that stuck said, he played electric, right? That was it the whole time he played electric or electric the whole time. Yeah. Uh, um, which is cool. And it sounds good. And he did that with Billy and the kids and he sounds great on electric. Um, yeah. I mean, it's different. Right. And when he was in, when he sat in at the Ryman in Nashville, you know, a couple of years ago, he played acoustic because that was an acoustic show. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I mean, like humble brag. It's not like, like Dwayne's <laughs> my buddy, but like talking to Dwayne after the show <laughs> at the Sam Holt show, he was talking about how like, Jimmy doesn't like playing acoustic and mm. that like he, well, not that he doesn't like it, but like, you know, I think it's, he's a little bit out of his comfort zone. Yeah, and sure. that, well, like Billy comes out, and it's like, oh shit, okay, this is what we're doing, and it's like he, it's almost like he felt like he had to like step up to like to the challenge, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and so Dwayne was like, you know, and Zumi just like tore it up after like once Billy came out and played acoustic, and so it's cool to see that they kind of did the flip side on you know playing electric in in Memphis, but, yeah, um, and they did, I mean, the jam out of Dirty Business was strong and then mm. all-time low which was a given and um why was it a given jeff why was it a given because billy strings plays that song oh you know that you i know do that? know this wow and um okay. but i will say that they, they missed the mic check on him so he was singing mm. and we couldn't hear him yeah at first. right no i noticed that when i was listening to it um, i figured that's what happened and you then know, like hearing jo- jojo kind of at the end of that yes verse. and um you know again i will quibble i hate to quibble with ted and scott but but Mm. the there was the it definitely was an all-time low into airplane i think on uh it was kind of cool actually the airplane i called it i think i when i tweeted i said crash landing into airplane it was was basically it was the inverse of the takeoff because Uh they literally started up here and then worked their way down into airplane did airplane and then obviously worked their way back out with takeoff Mm. so um it was cool i mean it was it was very um intentional thing that they were doing it wasn't just sort of like oh we found ourselves here it was great mm-hmm. um airplane was great and then the red hot mama which i was i, I guess i was surprised that it was i wanted when they did the all-time low i was like okay you did just two songs that'll be great mm-hmm. but to stay out for four and to stay out yeah. for airplane and red hot mama was really great it was it was fan the the crowd was into it um you know i feel like the you know, Mike Smith, who works with the band, was the one that put on was that did the booking for the festival this year and such. Um, Jen will be on it. She can talk about the Abbott brothers. But I do feel like that if one, if Panic comes back to Memphis, they could play this venue again easily and sell out three nights, hmm. but I think, or come close to it. And the energy level from Saturday to Sunday was a boom. It's a big adjustment. Big drama. Is that a better spot than Mud Island for them? More people than Mud Island. It's easier to get to. It's a lot more convenient. You don't have to 
don't have to park on a ramp. You don't have to take a train. I mean, it's not right. downtown and there's obviously some advantages to being downtown because you can walk from your hotel or, and, or wherever, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a good place. It sounded really good. Um, and so it was it's something to consider for the future. So after they Billy left and this, show, I mean, it was a one set show, which was cool, but it definitely broke out into kind of three distinct or even four distinct chunks um, so like pre-Billy and then the Billy segment and then... Yeah, and then driving, surprise, drums, bow-legged, surprise, driving, which was good. I mean, I mean there's, really, <laughs> there's really not time to say. It was like, it was good. Um, they no. did a good job. And then, like, you got yours right at the end of yeah. the set. And so I thought driving would be the end of the set and thought maybe they'd come back. Right, so, car, but... Okay, so like a yeah, driving closer and then... Yeah, uh, and, then and then come uh, back with something else. Car. But then to slot drop, you got yours and kind of that next to last spot. So, of course, I went to the Everyday Companion and I looked and it actually seems to be a pretty has been a more common thing with Jimmy and the band for you got yours to slide in in that post post drums late in the post second set. Like pre pre closer. Yeah. You got yours has has um, has found a, a, some pretty good legs, I think, recently, like as a I don't say jam vehicle, but like the, it's something that they can explore a little bit it's not like a throwaway first set kind of song like sometimes it was back in the well, 90s it's very much like a it sort of is a uh you, you either liked you got yours or you didn't like you got yours mm-hmm. back in the day and i mm-hmm. have always kind of mixed about it and it grew on me towards the end and now i i, I it's great but then it was just kind of like, well, it depends on where it would slide. And sometimes it would just slide in. It's like, okay, this is a song that should be in the six or seven slot in the first set mm-hmm. and then be done with it. But you're, you're totally right. I mean, it's mm-hmm. become something better. It's got, it's, it's a lot more energetic than it used to be. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy's playing on Jimmy. I can tell Jimmy really likes playing it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And they dropped that cars jam in seems to be more, more yes. common too with Jojo at the, at the end. So, um, I, that was I, I like that. It was really good. Uh, I mean, it was very. I mean, of course, but I feel like the set list construction was really good on this. If you do a one set show, really yeah. good job. Sort of. I mean, I would say the balanced. The only surprise was dirt. Was dirty business was the only thing I was really surprised by. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got yours in that spot, which again, now that I've looked it up, I mm-hmm. it makes sense. Shouldn't but, mean. but everything else was sort of, you know, it makes sense that you do something high energy up the front, play some, right. obviously play hits. It was very much like, you know, it was the think the latest, the newest song on here was surprise Valley. Yeah, you know, I mean, a thumbs up from you on that, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Um, but you take out surprise Valley and you're back in, you know, fall 98, fall 98, you take out all time low and you could, this is a 95 or I started take out Red Hot Mama and All Time Low and you're back in, you know, 97, 96 yeah, and it's not bad. beyond. So uh, that's a Pigeons, good thing too. Pigeon's Closer, you know, that's a good spot, right? Yeah. And so the show got done at like mm, 10, 50 or so, 10, okay. 40, between 10, 45. I mean, they started almost exactly at 8.30. So I think the show ran about one four, ran about 140 six minutes give or take um so they were right on it 
that's time for for a flip the bird encore, right? I mean, ten fifty. You got. Yeah, you could come I out mean, and do a. You could do a blackout porch. blues or something or porch well, quick porch. And that's the that's the thing about the second night was you know, this the set felt as long and it was it was a little shorter, but it's kind of was the, oh we're doing an encore. Oh we're gonna do. This is and again, it was like this is seems like a flip the bird moment. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, somehow they figured out a way to do three songs. And so yes, they could have worked something in, but I think but it was it's kind of nice. I mean, I'd I'd rather honestly probably no encore than than a throwaway encore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Than a three minute whatever. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, so that's night one. Night so you're one. you're feeling pretty good about night one, right? I mean like, Yeah, I mean it was the best, it's the best Jimmy era show that I've seen. Yeah. I think pretty easily. Um, Okay. I think I was, I was in the right frame of mind. Mm. Um, And it was, again, it's just like when panic's a mile from your house. It's hard Um, to get upset. Hometown panic is the best kind. Got my steps in, got my my steps (laughs) in all three days. So I can't complain about that. Okay. Um, All right. Well, are we ready to bring in the star of the show? Please do. She's ready. I think she is. Let's see. Can we get her? Hey! Hey! Okay. What's up? Not much. Did you put on makeup? No. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I had my hair and makeup team come while you were out on the floor talking for the past half hour. That's good. That's good. I was trying to get like a fan, so I had like a gentle breeze going with my hair, but just didn't Mm. work out. Show everybody where you're sitting because we we, we had you sit at the table. I did some Halloween, um, Halloween oh, yeah, decorations. Very yeah, wow. very so we have some some uh, artwork there and some other. Every time you post on social media, I feel like an inadequate parent. Just want you to know that's <laughs> that's what you do to me, Jen. So congratulations. I'm sorry. I if I could go back in time, I would take a picture of my child's. Uh, my younger child's lunch that I sent him to school with today because it was mm-hmm. like four pepperonis. That was all that was left. <laughs> like a bag. Like nice. all carbs. I, That's fine. Uh, we're out of all fruit. So um, <laughs> I'll try to bad. post something to show how okay. <laughs> wheels was, off we are. It was bad. <laughs> um, but so night two, we uh-huh. we went together. Yes, um, we dressed thematically for the first Which I time. I thought was amazing. You guys both rocking uh, and base basketball jerseys. Yep, um, mm-hmm. the two my two favorite point guards of all time, Kenny Anderson and John Morant. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Woods did not make the cut. I'm sorry, Harvey, but that's okay. Um, but it was a uh, we saw who did we see Saturday night besides Panic? We saw Moon. T- we saw Nathaniel Rateliff. Nathaniel Rateliff. Nathaniel Rateliff. Um, yeah. how is that was, I haven't seen him and I haven't seen him play before I mean you know it seems like he would be a good time yeah um he was good on honestly um we ran into friends and they had VIP access so my big priority was getting access to the VIP mm-hmm. uh porta potties at that point <laughs> So understood I, <laughs> priorities priorities. So that's what uh, I I uh, was doing. But there's a big story with the uh, VIP portal. Oh, this is this is this okay. is the take. This is the takeaway from them. Is this pro- so? This is before panic. This right? is before, before panic. panic. Okay. We had walked up there, and 
watched some of Nathaniel Rateliff and then decided just to like walk around a little bit. Um, and so I got, I got into the VIP area. Our friend Stuart let me borrow his badge. And so um, his wife and I were standing in line for like the, the portable, they're in like um, trailers. Trailer. Yeah, trailers. Trailer. Yeah, with trailer the, they got trailers. AC and carpet. I mean, it's very fancy. I've, I've been in Very, very fancy um, toilets as opposed to like the regular right. ones where sure. you can't really see what's, what's inside of them. Um, so we were waiting in line. There was a group, uh, like a couple people, a group in front of us and then a few people. And like they go in and this woman opens the door to the trailer and there's four stalls in the trailer. She opens the door to the trailer and motions for someone to come. And this guy walks in, but they were like not unisex trailers. Like this was the women's uh-huh. side. Cause there was a men's side. Over there. there was a and men's side and a go. women's side. Uh-huh. And she motioned for the guy to come in and like, naively i'm like oh no someone's getting sick maybe they need help mm. <laughs> <laughs> not what was happening and then i was like maybe they're doing drugs or something i don't know <sighs> so then they're in there and then this other woman comes out and like very animated talking to the group in front of us before these women go in and they had a gentleman with them who stayed outside because it was the women's <laughs> side and so I was like, what did this woman just tell you so I know before I go in there? And he mm-hmm. said, well, the woman told us that she thinks there's a couple having sex in one of the stalls in mm. the trailer. Okay. So I don't know. I did not try to check for forensic evidence. Confirm. Oh, man, I was waiting for <laughs> They came out before something. I came in. They walked so out. It was, when quick, I was, it was a quick. It was a quick. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, that tells us something. I mean, but, I mean, I just don't, I don't know, like, uh, a porta potty trailer. Think that's, well, it was VIP. It was a it was, VIP porta potty. It was not a porta potty. I mean, I, I've never come across anything like flush. that at a show before. <laughs> Harvey, have you ever seen this at a show before? Uh, I mean, I'm no, not that I can recall. I'm sure that I've probably have come across that before, but yeah, yeah. wasn't looking for it. No. So, so that's, uh, I that's just quite an adventure. To... Yeah. So we saw Nathaniel Rayliff, which was which was okay. Yeah. Um, and then Moon Taxi uh, played on the side stage, which I, somebody asked me, "What's Moon Taxi like?" It's like well, I don't know. I just I literally just said I think they're an Americana band because I had no clue. I don't think they're an American. Uh, I don't think they're an American. Not, I don't think no. I could tell you what they were like, but I don't think they're an Americana band. Super like peppy, you know, upbeat. Yeah, um, I mean, I wouldn't. They're certainly not a jam band by any stretch of the imagination, okay. but pos- I would call it positive, upbeat, fast-paced rock and roll with a horn. The hmm. lead singer was wearing a camouflage romper, very um, pretty hair, pretty pony hair. Pretty, pretty blonde. Uh, what was pony the cover? Hair. They did a cover song that we knew. Um, Phyllis calls them a great festival pep band. Yeah, Phyllis. Phyllis is on the on the podcast. I tonight. saw. I was watching you guys on Facebook just okay. um, just to prep, sure. and I saw Phyllis was um, yep. commenting. This is just so, turning hi, into Phyllis. Hi, Phyllis. Um, but as Phyllis just said, they were perfect before Panic because, and then Panic. There was, a, there was a there was a lot more energy Saturday night. Like it was yeah. palpable. Like you could right. just there was the crowd. The crowd Different was than bigger. Lucinda, for sure. Crowd was bigger. Crowd was younger. 
a lot more of like the more glitter more glitter yes definitely more glitter <laughs> and it wasn't just it wasn't watching. just the glitter that jen brought because i know there was some of that but yeah um but yes more <laughs> glitter more a younger panic crowd you know that was that mm -hmm. um isn't necessarily down for they want some they want some upbeat stuff sure and moon taxi finishes panic comes out and then goes right in i mean it could it just it's it they, they came out jb hit a note it's like that's gonna be a live grand and mm. lo and behold goes into it was perfect i mean nice. just the crowd popped tons of energy and it started started off strong and then we got run right into Big Wooly. Okay, hold on. I want to. Yeah. I want to just want to hear. This is the first time that Jen has seen Widespread Panic in person yeah. at this point. Yeah. I want and I want to hear other things, but this is just like, what is your initial reaction? Was it what you expected? Was it? Was it? Just yeah. Just like, how did it compare to what you thought you were going to experience? Just the first like few um, minutes. Like, are I, there a lot of old people here, or what? No, um, well, I I am not, like, I'm not a jam band person, mm -hmm. um, so I've never, like, I've never seen them, I've never seen Fish, I've never, I don't know what else. Some people would there. say that Watch Red Panic is not really a jam band, like, people on this podcast would probably say that, too. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I've never seen, uh, uh, yeah, okay, well, whatever, <laughs> I've not seen them. All right, all right. Um, and I guess like the festival sort of vibe. How about that? Mm, like, okay. I have not been to like a, well, I guess I meant to Memphis four <laughs> years ago, but all right. It was a totally different vibe with widespread panic there than, yeah. um, Jeff's so embarrassed. He's never going to, no, it's not. It's just, but it was fun. I mean, it was like, were you expecting like the reaction of the crowd and like the, um, you know, fist I, pumping like, and the I hand, figured there'd the be good people watching, which there mm. was. Yeah. Um, I uh, there was a, a man wandering around with a hula hoop. Unfortunately, the hula hoop touched me. It was wet. I did yeah. not like that at I all. Um, there the crowd was fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but I did have enough space because I really don't want to be too close to people that I don't know at sure. this point. Um, so I felt like I could sprawl out. I danced. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. it was more like danceable than I thought it would be. Okay. Okay. No, that's good. I like that. Um, <laughs> it's not dance um, music in the traditional sense, but it gets you moving. Um, yeah, it was more, I'm going to be honest. Like I also really haven't listened to a lot of widespread panic. It's not cause I'm like hateful towards Jeff or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, or I feel, dislike. Like, I feel like we're getting deep into some <laughs> or dislike what he likes uh -huh. well i just you know i want people tell me to know more. it's not it's like fine. a personal thing that out. i don't right. follow widespread panic I know. you came um, along yeah jennifer uh came along in the post post panic but it, right you it right no, no, totally. jeff was not really life. into panic when you yeah. when you guys were together so no. yeah. yeah there's no um but yeah it was fun i had a good time um I think the I like the, the more upbeat stuff. Yes. Yeah. And so there's a bit of a roller coaster on this on this show, I think. So Jeff, walk yeah. us through a little bit of the emotional. So Ain't Life Grand Big Wooly. Um, which was That's high energy. Big Wooly. High, totally high energy. And then the bottom sort of fell out with smokestack lightning, <laughs> mm. which 
you were, you actually, I believe, wrote something which was, you know, the song was played. How many hadn't been played? How it many times between 1991 and 2002? Hadn't been played at all between 1991 and 2002, and then it had been played. Zero times, yeah. Zero times in, like, the prime era. Um, and I... Not a festival song <laughs> at all, by any stretch. Yeah. Um, then followed up by St. X, which the highlight of the night was at during St. X, Jen leaning over to me and saying, are these the good songs? <laughs> nice. Yes. No, no I think no, I just not. asked no, you, like, are that. these the ones, did I say that? Yeah, it was great. That's <laughs> a great <laughs> comment. I would have said was, the same thing. It, yeah. Cause it On was, point. I don't have any issue again. They're to me, they're not festival songs, especially with the amount of energy that they had at the beginning. Um, mm. The, the night before, I felt like they had a bunch of energy up front and then built. There was really only one kind of drop down. The, the energy kind of peaked with Billy Strings, but then stayed up pretty high. This one was very much, we're going to start start you off high and we're going to bring you way down. And then with Little Lily and Arlene, it's like, okay, now we got our groove back. Arlene was awesome. Um, I believe, Jennifer, you asked me later. I really like that song. It was about a, a Spanish girl. <laughs> was your comment about that? I think, no, it was. I didn't understand was. any of the words to the songs, but I think I caught something about a Spanish girl. Yeah, I mean, there's literally like five, ten, 10 words you need to know. It's like, woke up in the morning about 10, 13, six pack of stout, a stick of sensei, and then I can't stand it. No. And then, right, you know, the, the, the random Andy got no Andy, no Barney kind of thing. But he didn't do that this year. Arlene so. is probably, I mean, that, I was so happy to see that that came on because that is like my great. favorite favorite party song favorite panic party song yeah you know what i mean and so i'm glad you got the experience um proving blackout proving followed which was definitely my thing i mean i Mm. love i love that combo that's an old school 96 Mm -hmm. 97 combo proving was very heavy heavy proving blackout was fun and then again i just was kind of like we got it we got the momentum and then second skin it's like Dropped it down again. Dropped it down again. Pilgrims, which, you know, it's a slow song, but still great. And then brought it back up with with Holden. Um, and then the drums. And Jennifer, you, did, how did you feel about the drums? So about your <laughs> I first I think you show. warned me about the drums. And I was like, <laughs> is this the drum solo portion yeah. or something? I had a tough time from like 9.30 to 10. You, I um, remember like... It started, there was energy, I was good. Then, I bet the um, second skin pilgrims probably took a lot out of you. That probably just, you, you'd you'd reached a level and then they kind of slowed it down. They slowed it yeah. down and I was like, Holy shit, I still have like an hour and a half of this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, no, we've all been there, Jen. Isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, but then they then it, then like it hit ten o'clock and I felt like I rebounded and and that was good. They, they dropped it. It was um, things got better. Yeah. The yeah. Then post drums, chili coming out of drums. Uh, a lot of chili water was thrown. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. They do yeah. it right at the beginning. Is that what the kids do? Well, that's they just, well, they that's did it a, throughout. Yeah. They kind of did it throughout, but everybody ran out of water. Right. You know, it's like save it to the end, and then you might be the only one. And then people are gonna be like, "That guy was smart. He <laughs> saved his water to the end." That seemed like the vibe of the crowd. Like, let's let's think about how it was the water I mean, situation. Friday was Friday was very much 
it felt like a Friday show or a mid or a weekday show because people, I mean, obviously there's a bunch of people in from out of town. Even the, the concert organizers said they had a ton of tickets from Colorado, a bunch from Georgia. Like it was, it was, it was, but it was still a decidedly Southern crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday was definitely a lot different just because one, uh, uh, the energy thing, which we've talked about, but there was a lot of like those guys there mm-hmm. who had been watching SEC football, football and, yeah. and had been this is their god knows how many panic show that they've been to mm-hmm. and you know they got their i mean we we, we could have a, we probably need a whole segment on on lot shirts here before we close for tonight <laughs> um but it was very it was very much like that that cr- the crowd that could sustain the energy all the way through and i think friday night the, the band brought the crowd up whereas Saturday night the the crowd was so peaked that the band could have pushed him even further okay. um, again just like the guy the guys that were right, right by us I mean I, I took a you know took a stealthy picture because it was like this was, it was so perfect the guy wearing duck hunter camouflage <laughs> at a widespread panic show in October in Memphis Tennessee it's like oh. Interesting was, choice. But it was like he was probably was in the marsh over in Arkansas earlier in the day. Um, it was great. And so chili was chili was intense, as good as clean sounding, and then mm-hmm. I'm not alone, and then the fish water busted big fish water. We've talked about busted big. Busted big is the kids love busted big. Kids love busted big. And it's a fun song. It's a it's a good song. It's a fun song. Um, yeah. I I I just know that ride my liquor down to Mexico or whatever part. And then um, that closed it out. And then we had what I thought was just going to be the flip the bird. And then we get. Yeah. What were you thinking? Because this ends what? At 1050 again? Yeah, 1045 or so. And we did the like, let's walk towards the back so we can beat the crowd, Um, you know, move. So we stood in the back. Um, It was pretty muddy Saturday. Um, it was, which was too bad. Um, the, I mean, the back half, there's a walk, there's a walking path between that kind of splits the two lawns. Um, that front lawn's going to be fine because they protected it, but that back lawn was pretty beat up. The front of the back lawn was front of the back lawn, yeah. And so, um, kind of headed towards the back and then started playing Bastards and Bubbles, and I was like, this is a fun flip the bird encore. And also perfect because they were in fact, bastards in bubbles all weekend. Um, They were kind of, you know, if they, if they weren't playing or weren't at the venue, they were stuck in a Mm. apartment or a condo or something downtown, downtown Memphis, I think. And um, so I thought it was a really kind of a cool, cool song to do. And, And then I was busted, went into takeout and was like, all right, well, Y'all got, y'all got yeah, seven six minutes. minutes to How do can take you do it? Or you, do? <laughs> you better do it. Yeah. And they did, of course. Yeah. And it was a great closer. And yeah, I mean, just two fun shows overall. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Jen, the question is, I mean, I feel like this is some sort of dating show, but Jen, will you go see <laughs> Widespread Panic again sometime? I would. Yay! She's gonna do it, guys. Wow. She's gonna go see it again. I'm not like I'm not going on tour. No, we're not going. Like, nobody's going on tour. Today. I had to keep her from buying tickets to Milwaukee. On <laughs> like it was tough. I mean, <laughs> she she was about to get that Southwest ticket out of Nashville, yep. but she didn't do it. 
Yeah. No, but I think you you'd go you would travel a couple hours maybe, like within you yeah. know. I mean, like you go to Nashville would, or like you know Little I would Rock even maybe. Travel somewhere that I wanted to travel to. Oh to yeah. See them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But I probably wouldn't. Right. I probably couldn't handle multiple nights, but I would like I could do a night. That's fair, but it's gonna wherever you go because that's what they do now. They play multiple nights, so you yeah. would have to just figure out what to do. You pick your night and then maybe mm-hmm. do something the other nights. Yes, that sounds like a good jam for couples getaway because that's Rachel. That's about Rachel's capacity for panic uh-huh. is one night of yeah. three. So. Actually, our friends here in Memphis, their significant others, <laughs> think are about the same too. Yeah, uh, it's perfect. You guys go do something else the other nights, and we'll be, you know, yeah, it works. Yeah. Um, and then just to wrap up, Memphis. So Sunday night we went and we saw who did we see before? Ava Black did? Pumas. Black Pumas. Oh yeah, were they great? Yeah. They were great at Railbird. Was it? Were they good? Yeah, they were fun. Yes, there was. Okay. Um, like you know when you notice something and then you can't unnotice it and it like is a little distracting like the lead singer kept saying memphis tennessee mm-hmm. and then i mean i think like 15 times it was a lot Said of memphis lot. tennessee hmm. so it, it, it was a little not distracting it just was like interesting but they okay. were good they were fun I enjoyed dancing to them. Memphis Tennessee is fun to say, though. I'll say, I'll say that. Say. In his defense, it's a fun thing to say. Tennessee is yeah, a mean, fun word in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Memphis. Um, they were fun. There were a lot less people on Sunday night, um, so there was a lot more room to dance around. More room to boogie. Um, to boogie during the show. So you saw black pumas, and, and the and, and the weather was like perfect. Yeah, Sunday it was night. unbelievable. That Sunday helps. night. Um, yeah. Waxahachie was on the side stage, and which I guess she they they were great. That was a really fun show. Um, okay. A lot more energetic than I thought it would be, but it was super cool. And then Avid Brothers, which there was so there was significant buzz. When I say significant buzz, friend of the pod, Jay, cousin Todd, maybe some others that panic was going to do a third night i feel like you started that rumor on the I internet didn't, no i did not start it <laughs> i i because i saw it. you post on twitter yeah. and i was like that can't be true like no, no that is not happening so uh, <laughs> yes but it was there's was more pe- i did not start it but i okay. put it out on twitter there was a but i spread um, it <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> I believe there was some concern uh-huh. that the Avits would be able to make the show for whatever. Oh, they okay. played in like Missouri the night before, but not okay. like St. Well, Louis. Well, that's reasonable. That's a reasonable reason. Yeah. I can't imagine that the band would be able to do an extra night. Just do an no, extra night. I mean, like, there's too many logistics involved. And you yeah. can call your own shot like, sure, we'll do another night. Write me that check. Right. Well, like true. A big, big to do anything. Yeah, for yeah. Right. Um, and in truth, I, apparently the Avid brothers didn't get there got until there very close to uh, go, go when time. They went on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, which then they actually did go on a little bit later in 830. Like I said, when Waxahachie like clearly was told to like. They were like uh, Richie, Richie Havens at the yes. beginning of Woodstock. Yeah. Keep playing. Yeah. When keep everybody playing. else just keep playing. Um, but the Avids came out and first time we were trying to figure out the last time we saw them and it was 
at least 10 years, right? Is that what yeah. you said? At least 10 years. Yeah. Um, the crowd popped for anything recorded 2009 and before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. Which is out. like what, what we know when, them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The records the that we know. Right. Um, but then anything after that, that wasn't upbeat was just, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. let's, let's get this over with. Um, yeah. And the crowd was moving around more. I mean, it's hard. We were in a different spot this that night than we had been the other night. But we were in a different spot because oh. a woman near us brought a tambourine to the show. Oh, no. And shook her tambourine with the band. Mm. Like, I didn't pay to see you. No. Right. It's, oh. it's one of the more self-centered acts I've seen in recent memory. That's, which is saying a lot about what's happening in this country right now. That's taking cosplay to the next level. <laughs> yeah. Actually performing with the band. Uh, did you run into anybody? Here's my last experience with the Avits was, well, I'll tell you exactly when it was, because it was right before Keaton came home from the hospital. So it was October of 2015. And at Rupp Arena, Jason Isbell opened up for him hmm. and, in you know, and pretty much blew them off the stage, but still. Uh, and, but the thing about the Avits was they like the people sing along like yes. with yeah. earnest, like yes. very, so you got that, that vibe was still the case. Yeah, like they know all the words along. and they like to sing. There was a the guy words. standing oh, with wow. his, I'm assuming his wife, but, or girlfriend, she was wearing an Avit sister shirt. Um, stand, standing in the back and he was, <laughs> I like Jen's disgust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all on the same page there. Uh, bigger guy, <laughs> tall guy. You know, probably, you know, mid to late 30s, give or take. And he he stood in the back and didn't move the entire show, but sang along with every song, at least that I saw him. But sang along and like that, I'm singing along, but you're not going to notice that I'm singing along kind of thing. You know, yeah. just like whisper singing, you know, like, okay. and it was, but he was he singing along to every song wow. um, that was there. So, yeah. But again, it's like the raucous early stuff just, popped and people go crazy for it and then some of the upbeat stuff but then it's just they played we a few newer ones that like i recognized ish yeah um, it's very um... and, but yeah it, like it was a real downer of a show oh wow <laughs> like, the, like the first half was fun and the second half was a combination of new stuff and slow stuff awesome. and it just made for like and it's sunday nights and it's been three days so you're like yeah. already tired and right like, you kind of gotta you know, they gotta bring more to the table i think at that point on a sunday I night was, closing set i was disappointed yeah, yeah. and then the double like the then the double flip the bird which is Two slow songs in the end. Oh, oh wow! Two yeah, slow songs two slow, after a slow last, second and, half of the set. Yeah, and wow. the last slow song, uh, a, you know, newer. I say could be a decade old. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it was like basically like if I die tomorrow, blah blah blah. Like it was all about death, and I was mm. like, like this yeah. isn't how I want to walk out of here. Okay, that's upbeat. Spiraling yeah. towards a panic attack, really, as I'm walking out of the right. show. Okay. Yeah, it was not the not the vibe to end a festival. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's unfortunate because I mean I feel like they can bring energy, oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you know, sure. When they play those older songs that we know. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. okay. okay, so another question is, had you been seated for any of the shows the entire weekend, would you have fallen asleep at any of the shows? <laughs> I do have a habit of falling asleep. I did well, fall asleep at, at a drive-by trucker show. That's like impressive. that was so loud that I had yeah. earplugs in. I think and it knocked, was still you, loud. knocked you unconscious. <laughs> they would probably. I bet Patterson would be excited to hear that. Literally, <laughs> I'm kind of impressed <laughs> with it. I mean, I I love the drive-by truckers. Mm-hmm. I but I was tired. Um, would I have fallen asleep? Uh, yeah, from that like nine thirty to ten o'clock slot on Saturday night, I might okay. have dozed off. Second skin, had... second skin pilgrims yeah. would have dropped you to sleep. Yeah, like second in my skin. defense, it was at that point like we had walked, we had oh, been yeah. on our it, it feet. Was, right, that was fair. I am... a whole mile. You walked a whole mile. Yeah, we did oh. a mile and a half mile with red solo cups. Because oh, then you're carrying, you're carrying like nearly a pound of liquid. <laughs> I will tell you this. I don't know how much you walked with Jeff Harvey, but Jeff he goes is a very, very fast. fast walker. Very fast. I that much I know. I'm considerably shorter than him and have really short legs. So I really have to um, like the haul picture, ass The to picture keep I up. saw was you were in front, which tells me that Jeff stopped for some oh, period. Oh, absolutely. To let yeah. you go ahead and then take the picture. And then several seconds later, he had caught up to you. It was a stage yeah. photo, certainly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then on the way home on Saturday, you... Oh, I walked you, so fast. You were so fast. You were... You were. It was Memphis on a Saturday night. And you wanted Memphis to get on home. a Saturday night at midnight <laughs> with no cars around. Like, I was walking fast um, back to our house. You wanted to get home before the next half hour ticked on the babysitter. Like, <laughs> I just mm. wanted to get home in one piece, so... But it sounds like the festival will be back next year for sure. Maybe even the next two years. So, I mean, it's, it's very much the first year they kind of, they tried to make it a very Mempo. They tried to make it a very Memphis centric festival and they had a Stax all-stars thing and high rhythm section and Southern Avenue. And it was cool. It was out of Shelby farms park, but it just, it just was Isabel played. Um, the second year was definitely they brought Post Malone back and he had just played at Memphis and May, Anderson Pac, and some other bigger bands. And so I think they had a good crowd, but just really wasn't it was kind of a disjointed festival. I felt this festival, all the bands kind of fit pretty well together and flowed into each other. And the the Memphis acts that played, Liz Brasher and City Champs and some of the other groups, Southern Avenue they did an awesome job booking them because they're three sensational bands from the city. Um, but it does just feel like if this thing's going to go and if it's going to be some energy around it, you got to have, if, you can, if you're not going to have panic, you got to have somebody like panic. Hmm. That's just what I feel. You know, I, I feel even like Sweetwater 420 festival in Atlanta it's coming back next year. And it's like, they booked Oysterhead and, and Trey band. Yeah. You know, and they get, then they got a bunch of other stuff underneath it, but like that, mm-hmm. that's like the two, headliners and that, that yeah. that's what's going to get people there so yeah. um it'd be great if they did three nights of panic next year i'm sure jen will go to all three. Oh yeah or one or one, one. Or one. um but they should go to sunday night because sun never miss a sunday show I will, sunday. but god love these people god love our our, our panic fans at, at least two never miss a sunday show shirts spotted in the crowd during the Avid brothers so that's good yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm so happy to hear that Jen is up for seeing them again. 
maybe even a destination show. Sounds, mm -hmm. I mean, it sounds promising, Jeff. Promising. Yeah. 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 Promising. Um, anything else that we want, like, uh, logistics, your cut. So was it your cousin that does the cousin? Todd. Yeah. My cousin, cousin works Todd. over, uh, cousin Todd works so over any uh, insight with, with how that all went. And, um, I mean, I think they were happy with the, uh, like the crowd, like they, they sold out. What all they sold out Friday and sold out Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I think the majority of it was like the three day passes. So I think they were happy with that. I think Friday night they said was kind of rough. They just didn't have enough bartenders. They didn't have enough yeah. stuff. But Saturday they had worked a lot of the kinks out, and Sunday ran really smoothly. So, cool. um, yeah, he did a great job. And they had a silent disco there. It did. Kind of like a terror dome thing that like yeah. spit fire and stuff. That hmm. was pretty cool. That was um, cool. And then, yeah, it just, it was a, it had a very, the vendors that were there. Um, I did not know this, but apparently oh, yeah. only. Fun uh, fact. Fun fact. Um, that when you have festivals, you can only, most bands are only allowed to bring like two pieces of merch and then mm. like two records or cds so panic only had two t-shirts for sale mm. um one was a fall 2021 shirt both and both were white um it said wp on the front then the other one was the old school long sleeve uh panic shirt from probably 96 97 give or take with WP up on here, long sleeve or WP up here, and then widespread panic on the back with kind of the cool multicolored design. And I still mm -hmm. have the one from back then. If but. you buy a shirt from the 1990s, do you also have to buy it in the size you would have worn in the 1990s, <laughs> like XXL, like XXL. super big, you know? Because well, that, that was the was thing. Style. It's like Jen had to sit through Saturday of Jeff's trip down memory lane. Mm -hmm. and going through lot shirts and like they're all xls and if you know jeff you know that jeff's not an xl no so. <laughs> jeff wears medium that's what he yeah. wears <laughs> probably um, a little bit more marge these days <laughs> considering, considering <laughs> the pandemic but um sorry but no i uh if uh Darby, if you have anything more to ask of our of our guest, we can. No, I'm just. I appreciate you taking the time. I, I know that. Uh, I'm glad that nobody, no children, woke up during this during this time. That was yeah. wood there. The drugs yes. worked. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just um, kidding. <laughs> and I told Jeff that we're gonna we're gonna come down and visit you guys soon. Sometime. Awesome. Now that we're all uh, we all have immunity from the <laughs> virus for now. So. <laughs> Yes. Well, um, thanks for having me on the podcast. Yes. We'd love to have you back sometime. Thanks for coming. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. bye Jen. That was fun. Well, there you go. Jen yeah. Colath, everybody. She's um, awesome. No, she definitely, uh, I will say this. She's, <laughs> she went in with an open mind and she bopped when she did. That's all you can ask for, right? I mean, it's, she, you know, she did not make. She did not mention the the the, the sort of the, the scruffy hippie looking guy that was dancing. Oh, did, did you know it's amazing? Got a little close to it.
how were you guys were you all side by side did you know side by side or because we were on the rail like by vip because it like okay. something to lean on because you know i do so much dancing that i just need I something to lean on to right. like you get tired catch my breath dance. typically right. yeah um but we were over there and mm-hmm. um but one of the things a friday night this was something this is like no, I, it was one of those things that just jogs your memory of like, oh, yes, I forgot about you. Mm-hmm. The guy who is having a great time and he's <laughs> dancing and stuff and he sees you not dancing and he bumps into you and he says, I'm sorry, man. And then he bumps into you again and then I look at him and he's like, oh, sorry, brother. And then he bumps into you again. And then but instead of saying just letting go, he grabs you and he's like, man it's dirty business yeah. i was like i know uh-huh. and then goes again and then he hits me again it's like they're killing it <clears throat> i was like i got it yes i'm good you do you and then the guy behind me the, oh, so this is the guy was right behind me and then the guy mm-hmm. to my behind me and to the right was doing this dance it's a good dance. It's a good. Oh, dance. Yeah, it's a good dance. But his left hand kept hitting my shoulder, and so it was like boom. And I turned around and be like, he's just like this, and he boom, he hit our shoulder. And it was so funny. Like it was one of those things where it was just like I've been, I've been there many, many times. I know exactly what you're talking about. It just was like being transported back in mm-hmm. time, but then mm-hmm. also like it's a freaking pandemic, guys. Like, <laughs> just give me my space. I've literally inhabited the same three by three box the entire time I've been standing here. There was nobody standing here when I got here. I'm stand. I stood on the uh, the cord protectors, so I had a little bit of a rise. Okay, yeah, that's smart. And yellow like, jackets is what they call them. Ah, there you go. These were red, but we'll call them yellow jackets. But mm-hmm. I stood on those things specifically so I could see above everybody, and then it's uh-huh. just like they filled in, and then they kept encroaching. And um, it just, it's just you. That's hard. That's the problem. That's the problem with going solo is yeah. it's harder to hold your space because it's just you and they are all up in your stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, it's been a very, it would, but I mean, in retro, I was kind of annoyed, but in retrospect, I walked away, I walked away and I went and stood somewhere else. And I was just like, yeah. that was so funny. It was was so funny. I've experienced both of those things and you just want to be like, God damn it. Stop. But it's, you know, you don't want to, but you know, they're ruining your buzz, but you don't want to ruin their buzz because no. they're clearly having a good time. But, the but it's thing like was, seriously. The best part was like, yes, sir, I do know this is dirty business. And I was having a really I was really enjoying it. <laughs> I was and in I'm fact still actually really enjoying it. enjoying it. And it is not the easiest song to dance to. No, but no, the fact that spot. you figured out a way to dance to it and that so that you enjoy it, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> But please, if we want need to get into a larger conversation about why I don't dance, why I mostly stand still, I'm listening to the music, I'm enjoying it. Your enjoyment should not be predicated on my enjoyment. So, you know, I just wish you could have those conversations with people, but instead you just sort of give them the stink eye. And if they do it again, you just move. That's, what's the point? Had you seen uh, Dirty Business before? Uh, yes. 4505. That doesn't count. Did you the see Ray, like you played Dirty the, Business? Ray, Eagles Ballroom. I believe it was a split Dirty Business. Um, first set split Dirty Business. I probably. saw a split Dirty Business 
CFR yes, 2096. A little better. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about we're now three days past the, the, the beginning of the fifth, I said 15th, 25th anniversary of Fall 96. Um, ten seven ninety six today, Georgia Mountain Center, Gainesville. Sorry, today's ten eight, right? Today is ten seven. No, it's ten seven. No, October seventh is what today is. Today, okay. Anyway, Georgia Mountain Center, Gainesville, Georgia. Um, a great let's get down to business opener. Mikey doesn't come in a little bit later. Some guitar issues with JB. Even JB just calls it. He just said, "Let's get down to business." They play it. It's great. Um, end of the first set, machine bar stools, papas, um, unsplit papas, close set closer. That's great stuff. And then second set starts off with last dance, and then it's just fire from there. It's such a good show. Um, and uh, yeah, then we got a day off, and then we go into 10 9 over at Memorial Gym at Vanderbilt. Then we got Boone and Spartanburg, and on down the road. So, what's actually pretty cool is that the um. <laughs> You know, the shows that they play, the like the hottest shows, the memorable shows, a lot of them are weekday shows, too. Um, obviously, 1014 mm -hmm. is that random. It's a that random show. Um, and then 1999, it's been fun because it's the same calendar as 2021. So um, I think 107 Santa Monica, maybe. So, but 10, 10 5 and Phoenix and 10 6 is, is a good show, too. So those are fun. Yes. Should I go to uh, go to Red Mile and take a picture of myself? Uh, yes, in the paddock on October twentieth. I will. Yeah, Just I'll take a picture in front of the Barrymore. There's a um, the Red Mile has now basically become a slot a slots machine spot. Oh, okay. It's still a harness track, but I guess they allow they call it historical racing, which is basically <laughs> slot machines. But yeah. you know, they would show you like a ten second clip of a horse race first. But nice. um, yeah, maybe I'll go and you know show my take a picture of myself at Red Mile. Um, um, 10796, okay. in case y'all haven't don't know it, it's second set is last dance, disco, you got yours, airplane, Greta, proving drums, contentment, proving pilgrims, Conrad, and then the encore is postcard, can't find my way home. I dare you to find a weak spot there. That, <laughs> is, that is straight fire, it's pretty good. Um, um well, I'm glad to hear things are good in Memphis. <laughs> I feel like that should be the send, the sign off every week. All right, the sirens are going. It's time to sign off from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, um, well, let's, what do you got coming uh, up this weekend, Harvey? I got Jason Isbell tomorrow night. You got any uh, music coming up soon? Uh, we don't really have any music. It's um, Saturday is the Bride and I's anniversary. Oh, Mazel Tov! Uh, Sixteen years. Jesus. Um, I still have yeah, matches right. from your wedding. Spindle Top That's Hall. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we have the in-laws in town. So we're going to be hanging out with them, I think, mostly this weekend. The Cats play LSU. We're Ooh. favored. Uh, wow. And should we win, we'll go 6-0 and and 4-0 in the SEC. And then we'll play Georgia and get murdered by 500 <laughs> points. But um, still, I mean, the last I saw a prediction that we might go to the Sugar Bowl. I mean, uh, this is crazy talk. If they went to the Sugar Bowl, you would go to that, right? I would have. To, I told Rachel today. She was like, "I don't, I don't know that." I was like, "I don't, whatever you want to do, if if Kentucky the plays the Sugar Bowl, I'm going to be there." That's a big deal. I didn't actually say that, but in my head, I said that. Um, 
being here in Memphis and being so close to Oxford and having friends that went to Ole Miss when Ole Miss went to the Sugar Bowl for the first time in however many years, even though it's been vacated now. Thank you, Hugh Freeze. Um, it was like it was it was the biggest deal because the Sugar Bowl, even though is bowls have been diminished because of the playoff system going to the sugar bowl for an sec team that hasn't been there a long time means a lot. And obviously it's your hometown. So it means a little extra. Yeah. And I don't know that Kentucky's ever, ever actually played in the sugar bowl back in 1950 when they, when bear Bryant was their coach and they went like 10 and one, I think they played in the orange bowl. So, I mean, they've played, you know, they played a handful of big, big bowls, but I don't think they ever played the The 1984 all American bowl versus the university of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. They won yeah. that one, twenty to nineteen. Um, but yeah, no, the, the teams they're pretty good. We'll see. We'll find out more tomorrow or Saturday. But um, so that's what I have going on. But uh, but Panic is actually going to be finally knock on wood playing Austin. This will be huh? what the fourth time that they've tried. Yeah. So um, um, they've got a they've got a busy month. You know, three shows Austin weekend off, four shows Milwaukee weekend off or week short little then a short yeah. week and then then right away to new orleans so um we'll see we'll see what they got yeah so um everybody be safe if you're if you're traveling down there um i don't guess that there's much well who knows i guess that some of that stuff's local you know as far as restrictions and mm-hmm. you know I, apparently covid's not happening in texas but no no i'm um, sorry Anything we want to cover before we get into this 1988 tops? Pack? No, do it. Let's do it. That's it. Let's let's let's. You open know what? This there's pack. gum. There's gum in here, and I'm not. I'm not putting it in my mouth, but I just mm. I can feel it. It's right here. Yeah. This is exciting. All right. So I told them that the first card I saw would was going to be my next request for their for their next episode. So they do a whole. They do a, a podcast about a particular player every week. They pick a a, t- a player. And so they, they joke that they're going to do 792 podcasts. <laughs> I don't know if they've made, but they're, I mean, they're, they've been consistent. They're at like, I think, I'm not sure, but they're maybe at a hundred. Wow. So I'm going to flip them around. Yeah. You got to flip them around because there's that oh, thing in the middle. Oh, Jeff. This is a guy, you know, I bet. Uh, Jim Gantner. Yeah. Jim Gantner. That's a good one. That's a great name. Yeah. The Brewers. All right. I'm just going to, I got. I got Jim Gantner. I got Spike Owen. Mm, Red Sox shortstop. Red Sox, yeah. I always I never knew how to say this guy's name. I would say Dwayne Bice. Bice? Bice. Dwayne yeah. Bice. This is Do you know a, why Dwayne is, Bice is is fam- famous in the sports card world? No. Because he and Wally Joyner are the first two cards that Upper Deck ever made. What do you mean that they ever made? Like their promo, like the first cards they ever made to like announce themselves oh, as really? the, the company. Because the number one money. card in the 89 upper deck was Ken Griffey Jr. So it was. Number. Yeah, too bad. This guy they looks... haven't been able to buy a Tesla with there or something. He like looks that, like yeah. he was at the Ava Brothers show on Sunday. He looks very sad. Um, and the irony of a, a relief pitcher named Eric Plunk is pretty <laughs> great. Uh, Andres Galarraga. Hmm. Got a Lee Elia manager card. Lee Elia, that's a good one. Uh, Matt Noakes, All Star. They already did a Matt Noakes episode. He was an All Star. Yeah, he was Rookie of the Year in 1987. No. Yes, he hit 289 and uh, 
I don't know. This is the one that the gum was on. If you remember what, oh, what happened with gum stain, that? gum that's going to drive the value down big time. Harvey. Yeah, that '89 Matt Noakes All Star, <laughs> Jeff Russell, the reliever for the yeah, Rangers. Tech Rangers. Yep. Larry Herndon. No Expos. Tigers outfielder Tigers, Larry, Larry Herndon. Okay. Yeah. Larry yep. Herndon. Uh, Wes Gardner, who's the uh, Red West Sox guy. pitcher. Okay. I don't know Wes um, Gardner. Ron Robinson, Reds, yes. great from Ginger. They did, they've already done the. Uh, I think they've done a Ron Robinson episode. Um, here's a. This is probably the biggest star maybe that we've gotten so far. Uh, Frank, Frank Viola. Frank Viola, yeah. Um, oh, they've done the Paul Nochi. A... The Paul Nochi episode they've done already. He's got great oh, really? eyebrows. Yeah, they did a Paul oh, Nochi that's episode. A good one. Uh, Mike Easler. Mikey's oh, yeah. outfielder, Mike Eisler, yeah. and uh, Phillies reliever Wally Ritchie is the end of the. I don't even remember that guy. That is a that whole is bunch a, of mediocrity in that. Hack of stiffs is what that was. Oof. But I like the Jim Gantner. I mean, I'm hoping that we get a Jim Gantner episode. Look at this is the thing about the backs. Look at all those seasons. I know it's crazy. Did, I didn't realize that he played. He's uh, what, yeah. 76. He was a rookie yeah. in 76. But then yeah. three years where he only played like had 70 at bats. Yeah. So he was like, uh, he was a late call up. But he was a key uh, key cog of those. Uh, was he in the, in the Harvey's Wallbangers? Yes, he was. Harvey's Wallbangers? So what and did he do? Big, I need my glasses, Jeff. I can't even read these. Wore big stats. glasses. They're so small. Yeah. I literally, maybe I can hold them up to, this, to the thing. So and what did he do in 82? 440 uh, at bats. 132 games, 480 at bats. Oh, oh look, yeah. advanced. Look at that advanced stat slugging. Yeah. 282, 295. 295 average. Yeah. Four home runs. Not yeah, bad. You know. Jim Gantner. The other thing that they, they like to do, I'm just going to pick a random card and look at it. They they always give the uh, this way to the clubhouse. Is it the oh, bottom yeah. of the 1988? Uh-huh. Uh, so let's do the Wally Ritchie. This one also stained with with the gum grease. Mm. Um, this way to the clubhouse for Wally Ritchie. He was uh, he signed as a fourth round draft selection with the Phillies, June tenth, nineteen eighty five, mm. by scout Jay Robertson. Ah, well, I wonder how Jay Robertson's doing these days. Probably dead. Um, anyway, I can't believe that I spent three dollars on that. Phew. So anyway, I got this pack of 88 tops. I got a stack of uh, commons. Mm-hmm. And then I got another another pack that I'm not going to open it. People are probably tuned on. Maybe Or maybe, who knows? Maybe this is like the best I think it's just that. me and you at this point. Um, this is a 1991 uh, yeah. Donruss baseball uh, pack. I'm going to open that one up later, not live. But um, You got a big night ahead of you yet. I do. I got, yeah. I got a beer to drink. I got uh, some 91 Donruss. And uh, yeah, thanks for for coming along on the journey with me, Jeff. <laughs> and check out the 1988 Tops podcast. These guys are awesome. Um, I had it pulled up to see how many episodes. I thought I had it. Oh, yeah, no, I do. Um, they are on episode. Well, they don't number their episodes. But they've been doing it for a while. They started in May of 2020. And so now, I mean, I think they've done like 70 or 80 episodes, maybe. So they're making progress. Check them out. 
it's fun. They basically they like they'll talk about the the players like history, but then also kind of like weave it into like some maybe some like societal commentary or you know what I mean? Like because they everybody's got a different story to tell. It's pretty cool. So anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Jeff, I'm glad that you saw those. So you said those were the best panic shows you've ever seen. Saturday, yes. Um, better. I mean, it's probably like seven twenty one two thousand. Still the best show I ever saw. Um, no, but like legit though, you no. said so. It's best like best, best post Mikey. Or I mean, you say best Jimmy or probably best post Mikey. I mean. I mean, performance-wise, probably. I had a lot of fun at the Indianapolis shows in 2003. In 2003. It's like May 17. 16 and 17. Yeah, they were doing acoustic first sets and stuff. Leaning on the stage. That was fun. Um, Um, But they were great. Yeah. So I hope that... uh, I hope they keep it up. I think the time off is helping JB, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that, like, you know, he did okay through COVID. I mean, that was kind of a scary thing, so... Um, glad that, that he still sounds great, and um, I hope everybody has fun. If you get to the shows, um, we'll probably maybe we can find somebody to come on to talk about one or more. You have any? You know anybody going to the Milwaukee shows? I don't know. Find somebody, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for everybody, everybody for joining us uh, on the Blues Tape, and um, we'll we'll talk at you soon. <laughs>